Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. All right, welcome to The Talking Freelance. I have Beth here who is a mom and she is also the Talking Freelance podcast manager. So if you are ever a guest on this podcast, you will definitely engage with Beth. She is um, always super helpful and ready to jump in and take on tasks as needed. So, so appreciate her. Um, But we're just going to learn about Beth's mom journey as we kick off this series. And I hope that everyone gets value out of it. And even if you're not a mom, there's going to be a lot of different takeaways um, that you can um, learn from this. So definitely just if you're not a mom, don't stop listening because there's going to be something for you to take away as well. Um, We're going to definitely talk about like how to balance your time, learning about the different um, types of services that these freelancers are going to offer. So we're going to do this for the next few weeks and we'll jump in and let Beth get started and tell us where you are on your mom journey, anything that you want to share with us. I know that you've been, you're in a season of transitions with some kiddos. So excited to hear and learn more about your family dynamic and your freelance business. Hi, um, thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, my um, mom journey, I have a stepdaughter who just actually started college and I didn't really start doing any freelancing until she was much older. So um it's been more my mom's journey with freelancing has been more around my younger kiddos. So I have a almost six-year-old and an almost three-year-old. I have September, November birthdays. So um, yeah, and they the older one just started kindergarten and the younger one's in daycare. Um, so let's talk now about what your why is. Why freelance, all of the things, what led you to this freelance journey? Um, Really, it was the flexibility that the schedule offers. Um, Looking at having, it was really when I had my, was pregnant with my second that I decided to look into freelancing because that one daycare is expensive (laughs) and to the the evenings when you work like as an eight to five get really hectic when you're picking up the kids and you have to get supper ready. And I just hated that time of day with when I, even when I had one. So, so I didn't really want to do that with two. So I looked for different options and found freelancing. Awesome. Um, so let's jump in and if you want to share your freelance story, include kind of when you started as a freelancer and what led you to your freelance services that you offer now, if there's any, you know, like my story is I started doing one thing, now I'm doing another. So anything that relates to that too. My um, freelancing journey really started, like I said, when I was pregnant with my uh, second child, um, I decided I was working an eight to five job and decided I wanted to do something else. It was right when COVID was a thing and everybody was working from home and I realized how much I liked working from home. So I was wanted to figure out how I could keep doing that. So I came across um, virtual assisting. So I started out kind of doing some general admin virtual 
assisting for a couple of different clients. And then when my maternity leave was up with my um, with my son, I did not go back to work and I continued to do freelancing and was home with him. So I did for the first couple of years, um, or not even the first couple of years, probably the first year and a half, I was working at home with my um, younger son and just doing general freelancing or general admin. And then I've kind of moved more into the tech area. I really enjoy getting things set up on the tech end of things and keeping everything kind of going behind the scenes is really what I love to do. Awesome. So tell us how you balance your time as a mom and as a freelancer, because there's only 24 hours in the day and we need a little bit of time to sleep and recharge ourselves too. That is true. I lots of times wish there was more than 24 hours in a day, but um, when... I think you and I have had messages back and forth of like, I just need a few more hours. Yes. Yes. How do we make that happen? Um but my kind of balancing has changed a little bit um, over the years. Like, obviously, kids grow and things change. But when my youngest was, like I said, it, under a year, I was working at home with him. So the biggest thing would be taking advantage of naps, which I've heard um, a lot of people say. But I got work done when he was taking a nap. And then um, evenings and when he was really little, trying to do my, as much as I could from my phone too, like whatever I could have on my phone. So when I was sitting on the couch feeding him, I could get something done on my phone. And then the other huge thing that I've done as they've gotten older now is in my calendar, I've already adapted that everything for my older son is blue, color-coded blue, and everything for my younger son is color-coded green. So they're not in that many activities right now, but I'm really laying that, I guess, groundwork so that as they start getting busier, I already have my head and I have a system when I look at my calendar to know who needs to be where at a glance. The other way that I use my calendar is I color code other things within it too. So everything that is business is purple. Everything that's personal is pink. Everything that is like, if I'm scheduling out time for client work, that's blue. So I kind of have that system. And then I also have it carried over to um, like the folders in my Google Drive. I have all those color coded the same way. So kind of using that um, color coding has really helped me to just know at a glance what something is without thinking about it as much. I love that. Um, and I'm going to just throw in a personal tip because um, you're talking about Google folders and calendars and things like that. One thing that has helped me keep all of my client work organized because as a freelancer, you're probably going to have more than one client and I don't want it to be super messy. I don't want one client to see other client work and it just to keep it really clean is I have a subfolder in my Google folder for all of my clients and I have it one as current clients and one as previous clients because even though I'm not working with someone um, right now, there's been so many times in my past that people have said like, hey, you designed this for me like six years ago. Do you have it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, um, you'll only search through your drive once because you want to help them. Um, and then you realize that everything should be in one folder for them. So you can just share access to that folder when you end your contract or when you're done working with them. So then they have access to everything. Um, you'll, you'll learn that if you make the same mistake that I did and I had everything intermingled, um, that was a little bit chaotic, but 
So there's my, there's my tip for the day. So, um, Beth, will you tell us what your freelance superpower is? Mine is probably like said along with scheduling and then color coding is that I am a very organized person in that way. So like in my, the task manager that I use, um, which is Todoist is I have everything kind of separated out. So I have a family area. I have things like separated out so I can easily see where they are and sort them to know what I need to do for the day. So really my, I think my superpower is kind of keeping everything organized and having things at my fingertips when I need them. Awesome. Okay. So with that, I would also say your superpower is whenever I'm running something past you, like, Hey, I got to figure it out. Or I'm like, no, I need my time. Are you able to figure it out? And you're like, yep, I'll figure it out. So I feel like that's one of your superpowers superpowers as well. Um, give you, you know, something to investigate and figure it out. Um, I so appreciate that about you. So I would add that to your superpower. Resourcefulness. <laughs> I have pride of myself on that too. Um, what are your, what are some of your goals for your freelance business? My, I guess, biggest overarching goal, and I'm still kind of figuring out how the how is behind it, but to just continue to grow my income a little, a little bit more so that we have that financial um, stability. And then two, to keep having the flexible schedule that I have, because that is actually my biggest goal is keeping the flexible schedule. So I can go do things at school if I want to go do something at school with my kid, or when they're done with school, we can do homework at three or four in the afternoon instead of seven at night. So getting to kind of have that flexibility is really my um, my biggest goal is to keep that with however however it looks <laughs> going forward because I'm not 100% sure where I want to end up, but I'm still still on the journey of learning. Awesome. Um, so I would I always say like freelancers are free. Like they work because they want their freedom of their time. I say that they want the freedom of the financial stability. And yeah, so I think that being a freelancer truly gives you all of those opportunities to live however you want to live, work as much as you want to work, make as much as you want to make, all of that, because you really have that opportunity. And say the other thing that I have really enjoyed about the freelancing, just a side thing, is I always found when I, the previous jobs that I've had that were um, like eight to five or however you want to call them that weren't freelancing is I would get bored super quick. Like I feel like I mastered like, okay, I've, I've kind of gotten this down and then I'm like, okay, what's next. And I didn't always have a like, what's next where now I can, okay, what's next. And I'll, I can start, you know, trying something else or continuing on in a direction that I want to go. Awesome. Um, will you share a couple tips with moms that are in a same similar mom spot as you with a toddler, with a kiddo that is just starting, starting kindergarten, um, and who are just getting started as a freelancer. Some things that you made up may have learned through the time that they don't have to go through that learning curve or any tips that you want to share with them. Um, I think with, with the new, with the younger kids that um, you do want to spend, I know as a mom, lots of times you want to spend the time with them. And it took me, like I said, it's only 
been the last like half a year. I think that my youngest has been in daycare, but that has been super helpful for my business to just even putting them in daycare part-time because it gave me the space and the time to actually focus on what I need to focus on. And then when I was, when I pick him up and it's in the evening, I can focus more on being a mom and I don't feel as distracted instead of trying to do both all the time. Because when you're home with the kids, you feel like you are doing both all the time. You're working and you're being a mom. So um, even doing part-time daycare is, I know it's an expense, but it gives you so much uh, mental space that you didn't have before. Yeah. And I feel like it also takes the mom guilt or the mom pressure off of you if you are like, he's good. He's at daycare. I'm good. I'm good to work right now. And I'll even like, maybe that's speaking a little bit from my story this summer. Like I have older teenagers, but when they, those teenagers want me, like they want me now, or like they were at school. And so I could work, you know, a significant amount of time at a, in a period. And it just wasn't the case this summer. So what I started doing is I started scheduling time, like mom time within my day. Like my daughter loves to go to Starbucks. And so it would be like, all right, instead of running to Starbucks and Target in the evenings that I normally would do with her, she needed it like in the middle of the day. Did it cause a little bit of chaos in my schedule? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was still having that time with her when she needed it. Like she was good being entertained, entertaining herself in the morning, hanging out with friends in the afternoon evenings, but she needed that middle of the day or she was just constantly coming in my office and just sitting here. And I'm like, she's half talking to me, half listening to TikTok. And I'm like full on trying to work. And I'm like, this is not working for anyone. She wants my attention. I want to work. Like, so putting those, you know, figuring that out and just being accepting that, like the reason that you freelance, like the reason that I freelance is to be a mom whenever they need me. This is in the summer where she needs me, you know? And so it's a short time like that you just have to kind of pivot and us having that time freedom as freelancers. That's pretty cool. Like there was way less lines at Target at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday than there is at seven o'clock on a Thursday. I'll tell you that. That's kind of cool too. Um, So it's just learning what works. I think learning what works for you and for your family because you can design your business around it. You know, your clients are like, my clients have like, my kids are an appointment on my calendar. So even all summer, none of my clients knew that, hey, I was off gallivanting at Starbucks and Target, you know, for two hours in the afternoon. It it was just an appointment on my calendar. I wasn't available, you know? So that's Mm -hmm. working your business around what your other priorities are and not letting your business run you. So what Anything else that you want to share with the Talking Freelance listeners? I think it's the super cliche that everybody like hears, but just having the confidence in yourself and going for it. So I was super nervous when I didn't go back to um, my job after maternity leave. I was super nervous about are we going to have <laughs> are we going to have enough to support us? Am I going to make enough? But I have now surpass the income that I made at my job before and I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I get to keep learning so I'm not I don't feel like I'm getting stuck I can keep learning and 
and growing in ways that I couldn't before. So it's like you said, sounds cliche, but have confidence in yourself and, you know, go for it, even if it's part time and then you transition it to full time. Awesome. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, I will definitely um, put some um, put best contact information for her Instagram in the show notes. So you can see different ways that you can work with her if it makes sense, if you have any tech questions or things like that. Um, but so grateful for you to be a guest and we will continue this series. And if you have any questions specifically for me, you can go ahead and send me a direct message with the link in the show notes and we will see you all next time. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.